There we are. Yeah. Hey guys, welcome back to a very special episode of Resistance <laughs> Chicks. We have with us the one and the only Miss Tara Dodrell in the house. She is the brains, the beauty, the finesse behind one of the greatest events that I have ever taken part of, and that's Old School Survival Boot Camp. It's the largest prepper, survivalist, um, homesteading conference in the Midwest. This woman single-handedly, no, she actually, her husband Bob helps, and she's got a lot of people helping, but pretty much, in my humble opinion, takes on something that is just, you, you take all of these different people, you're working with all of these different teachers and uh, the venue at the Vinton County Fairground and making sure that all the classes are organized. Uh, Tara, welcome to the show. How many classes are we up to right now? Nice to be back with you chicks. We have 140 classes and we had 144 <clears throat> And which was flipping my Bobby out. I get the fun stuff. He gets all the heavy lifting <laughs> behind the scenes. <clears throat> but we had um, one of our instructors, a friend of yours, actually, Jocelyn. She had a work conflict. She could not work around. So uh, Jocelyn won't be able to make it this year. Hopefully she'll be back next year. Yeah. And oh, no. um, honey, I'm a homestead couple. Yeah, she was. She tried and tried. And so we've, we've morphed her classes into two others that were kind of on the same topic. So that's wonderful. And then the, um, honey, I'm a homestead couple. You met them last year, the Sandlins, nice mm -hmm. young family. They have a son who's developed some health issues. So oh. they have to focus on that right now. Yeah. So um, so we morphed their classes into something else too. So that's why it's good to have a few extra because life happens. Yeah. Um, so you always, you know, figure on that. But yeah, 140 classes is just enormous. I promised Bobby I'd cap it at 110. And then more really great people start coming out of the woodwork. I'm like, how many events? tents can you get and so he booked found another place and booked more tents and then I said how much space do we have and we got to like 125 but there were just there's so many things and just do bushcraft you can do every bushcraft all weekend long or just survive or just homesteading and um I like most that it's a family affair because several yeah. of these events I've seen there's one down south that's huge only two days, less expensive. There's nothing for kids. There's like one class and it's a max of 20 kids. But you guys have been there. 20 kids would be like a drop in the bucket, you know. We want the families to come and, and learn together and not even just the learning. They're spending time together. They're off technology. They're out in the woods. They're camping. It's just the whole experience. So the kids last um, year, yeah, we have 140 classes this year. And because... Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, they talking. had a blast. And you guys were great. Like, when the one class that we had an instructor break down the way there, and you just took charge. They were in your spot. You read them down Dave Canterbury and said, here, teach these kids. And Dave popped right to it. And um, they had a blast in that nice safety course. They'll never forget that whole zone of death thing. They were doing that all weekend long. And uh, Dave's doing that class again this year. And he said, well, why don't I teach this shotgun class? I'm like, that's, that's cool. Teach that. And he said, well, I'll just do knives once. And I said, Dave, there's going to be a hundred and some kids wanted to come to your knife class do you really want to disappoint the children he's like no i'll do it i'll do it twice oh so he was talking awesome. to teaching it twice oh so, so he's gonna teach the knife yeah. safety for kids oh that yeah. was it literally you turned an impromptu class into an official class for so kids. is dave so dave didn't do a kids class last year no, not till you guys volunteered him to. Voluntold, probably. And he just hopped right in. Here came the chicks with 30 kids. So 
<laughs> he had to do something. You know, and he hopped right on it, and they had such a ball. For you guys, yeah, there were there are so many kids that come, and you can bring your families, and it's great. And there was one, there was a couple classes that kind of got mixed around, and there was this Boy Scout troop that had come, and they come in their uniforms, and they were ready to learn stuff. Right? I really think these Boy Scouts could have gone in all the been adult classes. Like, I don't know, like sixty children at in, least in that that uh the barn area the show arena and they were so disappointed they were all running around they're like what do we do and i ran down and i asked dave canterbury he's a, a bushcraft you guys have to know who he is it's huge and uh i asked dave i was like will you do a kids class he's like i've never done a kid's and class and he's got this setup with this giant jeep, cool jeep. where you so go out neat. and he teaches people how to survive like adults and i have like, to tell you it was so funny michelle's like could you teach a kid's class and here's this like rough guy all beefed up <laughs> Up with all this super stuff and he's like yeah bring them on so he's like bring, bring i say he's like just bring them on down here because i thought maybe he would come up to the show arena no, he's he like no bring them down so i go and get all the kids and i walked down and i felt like the pied piper and they just kept coming and coming and, and they coming. all sat down <laughs> and they were in the zone and I what mean, you talk about is the zone of death and he was like, this is, I think he called the circle, the, the circle, circle of death or something like this is like a blood like brotherhood. Talking, talking about knife safety. Yeah, exactly. And it was just so fun. I'm looking at all the parents and he's talking about knife safety and he's talking to these kids like. Uh, you with can cut an artery open <laughs> if you cut right here. And, and, and I'm just like, and, and the Boy Scout troop and those parents were like, that was awesome. They loved it. They, so I'm really excited that he's doing another class. <laughs> Yeah, so why don't you tell our viewers that, a little that, bit? That memory. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That made me think about my other fun family kid memory from last year. That one sticks out in so many people's minds. And then, uh, you know, we do butchering. And it's not like you sit and watch somebody butcher. We bring in live animals. You see them. They're put down humanely. And then you dig in there. You get your hands bloody. You get a knife. And it's hands-on. Well, each day we do different animals. And on day two last year, must have been the cow. And the cow came in and, uh, uh, you know, was hauled in. The guy stopped to chit-chat with Bobby for a couple minutes before going on over to the butchering area. Well, you know, here's this big red livestock trailer with this huge black cow. It attracted attention. So here come all these kids. Can we pet the cow? Can we pet the cow? And Randy, of course, said, sure. And they pet the cow. And they took off running. Well, then here comes some more kids after they pulled out. And they want to know where the cow was. They wanted to pet him. Bobby said it went that way. <laughs> and you better hurry. <laughs> they had no idea. So thought, oh, this might be bad. You know, what's sure how the city people would do with seeing the live animal, but they hung with it. They were there to learn and get dirty, and they did. It was the great. Kids dead. I remember watching two kids literally with a hog's head, just the head. And they're really heavy, by the way. And each one holding an the ear. ear, and they were walking, walking the hog's head somewhere. <laughs> I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be right oh, now. <laughs> this is where it's going on. Yeah. But so, yeah, the, the classes, most of them are gonna... no, You go ahead. I was just going to ask you to tell our viewers uh, what gave you the idea for Old School Survival Boot Camp and why do you call now, it Now, before that? you get to that, I do want to insert um, for, for our listeners, you live in the Appalachian Mountains. You are living the life. You do the deal. Hawking Hills. Yeah, so, kind of. so you don't have that great of signal. So we're on a little bit of a leg. So for anybody that's listening and, the, and we're kind of doing this dance with Tara of stepping on each other's toes, it's because, you know, 
the convenience of modern technology reaches so far until you have gone so off grid that sometimes it's just a little bit of a challenge. So I actually appreciate why Tara doesn't have a good signal. I know, because she's living the life. Because she's living the life. But your audio is coming through beautifully, and even your video is doing better than earlier. So I think we're good to go. I just wanted to clarify for people, listen, when you're living the real deal, sometimes yeah. the internet's not going to be as beautiful and perfect as we expect it to be. Yeah. Because Tara's living the real deal. Okay, go ahead. What got started? What got you started planning this epic event? Well, I guess let's see how many. Bree is twenty-eight, so on her sixteenth birthday, we had a power outage here, and it lasted over a week. Hottest summer on record. My tortoises escaped, and these were like huge tortoises, and they went miles away. That's a whole other hilarious story. I have to tell you boot camp this year about the wandering tortoise. But anyway, yeah, African tortoises lost in Appalachia. So um, some good old boys thought it was a snapping turtle. It wasn't. We got it back. And they called the sheriff's office, said, this is a long shot. Do you know anybody who has like an 80-pound tortoise? They're like, oh, yeah, we do. Small county. They knew. Anyway, so we were without power, and it was horrible. Bobby was gone all night. The tortoises got loose because the fence broke, and he was out doing fire calls. There were all kinds of stuff. And so um, FEMA showed up like three days late with enough water to maybe handle a quarter of the county. And they didn't bring it refrigerated, nor did they bring the ice refrigerated. And all the guys are up there, you know, hanging out at the school. And, and there were no gas stations here that were open. You could go 15, 20 miles away to a gas station. Then you had a $15 limit. We drive pickup trucks and SUVs around here. $15 got you two there to get gas and back. It was horrible. So I told Bobby that I'd be all in on this prepping thing with him. It was kind of you live the country life anyway, but we're going to focus on some more traditional self-reliant sustainable skills. So we did that. And I decided to do more writing about self-reliance. And um, kind of actually kind of just started out doing more than all my writings ended up being focused around this. I felt it was so important to teach others and share. And our buddy Rick um, Austin, the survival's gardener, he does a prepper camp down in North Carolina. Very similar. They just didn't have the flexibility of doing the hands-on like we do with the butchering of animals and, and different things. But he was the only first person to ever do something that wasn't an expo. Mm -hmm. Wasn't a prepper expo, just full of vendors. It wasn't doomsday. It was, let's teach you self-reliance skills and why they're important, our traditions. And so I taught down there the first year. And we broke down the mountains on the way there and had to put everything in a U-Haul. And it was an experience, but we wow. got there. And with a pregnant daughter and a 16-year-old dog riding in top of our car on the trailer hooked to the U-Haul. It was a circus. But um, it was worth every minute of it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it was interesting. And it took two hours. We were straddling the state lines. Didn't know which AAA to send. Bobby said, we're driving an SUV. We're pulling a trailer full of wood and camping gear. Make sure it's in the right kind of record. They didn't. The record guy was nice. He let uh, my husband and son-in-law get in with him, go down the road, get some coolant for the engine. Brand new vehicle, by the way. And thought we could make it the three miles every minute to get there. And I loved it. And that's what inspired us. And I went back and taught again another time after I developed a homesteading homeschool curriculum. Made it for our grandkids and decided I was going to start sharing it with others. And we were sitting down there in this beautiful middle of nowhere spot of Western North Carolina. And I said, if Rick can do this here, we can do it in Ohio because there's nothing like this up here. If somebody wants to go to something, they're traveling to Texas or North Carolina or somewhere else. And I couldn't talk Rick into doing a prepper camp north 
So we decided that then we would just do it. So on our way back from prepper camp that year, we planned the whole thing out and he thought it was a fun road trip game until we got home and I was serious. So then we, we started uh, planning and working with, uh, yeah, <laughs> and working with uh, local folks that people had never heard of but were extremely skilled. They've done this all their lives. Yeah. And I connected with folks I knew in the community that were more prominent and just started reaching out to people and 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 talking them into it. It took me four four different conversations with Jamie Berlay, or not Jamie Berlay, Jamie Schmotzer from JW Apothecary, because we never met. He was a bushcrafter and they're like, well, who do we know in common? Well, all my connections were more prepper oriented and they were all folks down south that I'd worked with on articles and videos and things over the years. And so I had to coerce a little bit that first year. If I get them there once, they'll come back every year and bless their hearts they have. So, oh, no, that's so cool. And it keeps getting bigger and bigger. So tell our viewers a little bit about, um, see, I'm used to like a homesteading conference, but you're calling it, you've called it sort of a, a old school survivalist boot camp. Now break that down. Why did you come up with that name? How'd you come up with that name? That was the hardest part of this whole thing, trying to get the name right, because I wanted it to encompass um, survival and prepping, which are the same things, but yet they're different. And bushcraft is the same thing, yet it's different. So I wanted to encompass all three of those things and definitely homesteading. And I wanted to also have an, um, a homeschooling family impact, too. So we're trying to get how do we put all of that into something you can put on a slogan or on a website URL? And that was the most difficult part. And Bree and I pondered it and pondered it. And then went out to the gun range for homeschool archery class. And the lovely Judy Phelps said, well, we got to get this done today. Love so it. So we were sitting there and several of us threw out, yes. And I said something about boot camp. And she said, old school, because we're old school. So we're just like all, all at once, each of us came up with part of the name. And thought that would kind of encompass it. We're doing the old ways, the old-fashioned ways. And the boot camp, I was hoping, would designate it different than an expo or a conference and you're not sitting in a chair taking notes and I, that'd be like a teacher I used to go to those were boring as heck I would not even I would not even want to do that I want people to be up and moving and doing things with their hands even some of the classes that are more talking oriented like that awesome um one you did the first year the god in government yeah and that was talking it wasn't hands-on but it was not sitting in a conference people were engaged and back and forth and laughing and talking and 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 sometimes the, the attendees would have a good point you would we just turn the mic over to whoever it is that wants to share and it was more of a talk show kind of a deal yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what we wanted interactive and people feeling you know like well, you know, our, our slogan is I found my people, and that's what people felt like. You came, you might come for the hands-on training, but you fall in love with it, I think. It becomes a passion project yeah. for so many people because it's that instant sense of community. Nobody wants to leave. You know, it's like a summer camp for adults, and everybody there loves the same things and has the same priorities and has the same goals. And you can turn your kids loose. They can run and play in the dirt and the gravel, and everybody's safe and um and it's just like a little community. And I, and everybody says, you should do it for a week. And Bobby looked at me and the look on his face said, no. But if we win the lottery, it's going to be a week long. I'm telling you oh, that right that's now. that's awesome. <laughs> you win the lottery. So we can only hope that we that you win the lottery. <laughs> oh, I love this so yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. I love this so much. So I love the, the story behind getting the name there. It um, It's basically a... 
um, a, a, a three days where you can learn how to do stuff self-sufficiently, where you're not going to need to rely on uh, the grocery store and it teaches you skills. Um, you know, we love taking um, Mary Elizabeth's class on tanning hides. Yeah, that was amazing. And learning how, how much work it goes into tanning oh, hides. Oh, yeah. You know, and I had never actually heard of bushcrafting. Um, and it's, uh, can you give me a definition of bushcrafting? Or just, oh, wow. Well, describe it it's in kind way. of almost like, a, yeah, like a, a mountain man. Yeah. Like a mountain man kind of thing or mountain woman. Cause there's plenty of female bushcrafters, a bushcraft diva you will meet this year. She's awesome. And she's coming as an attendee. Um, she's really neat. Um, it's just using your, more of your skills and the nature around you to make your tools or, tools that are made naturally because, you know, of course, an axe, you couldn't just make the whole thing. Um, but it's using minimal tools and using natural tools, old-fashioned mountain man kind of ways. And I'm sure the bushcrafters are going to yell at me when they see this <laughs> saying, no. you should have said this or it's not that. But in a nutshell, <laughs> in a nutshell for people, it, it's, it's you know, being able to live in the wilderness with minimal, minimal gear and being able to use, you know, natural tools and one tool, two tools. I mean, they don't, it's not like a survivalist or a prepper with a backpack on yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of the what that I learned. Seventy-two hour get me home back. I mean, they're using most. Yeah, these guys want to go out and they want to find their food out out in the wilderness. And it's very interesting because a lot of them would actually rather go out during the cold winter because they were saying it's easier to get warm than it is to cool down. Yeah. So they do a lot of their bushcrafting in the cold. Yeah, I, I was, was really very, shocked at that. I thought that was very that. interesting. So I learned a lot on like what you can eat. I think one of the coolest classes that the kids said that they took was um, kind of the hike through um, the woods to, to learn. Was it a foraging class? Like a foraging class. That's the coolest thing for me. Like, mm -hmm. what can I eat here? Well, how, well, how can I use this? Um, how can, you know, how can I survive out in the wilderness and you've got a lot it's maybe tell our viewers a little bit about some of the longer classes like some that take a couple hours to the day like the axe making it's not just go sit for an hour there's some other different variations oh yeah when when we were setting this up the instructor said well how long can i have they were used to half an hour an hour at an expo or mm -hmm. or a more contrived conference I said, no, tell me how long you need and what kind of space you need. And we'll, you know, right. we'll make it work. Well, Bobby makes that part of it work because everybody has different needs, the electric or space or terrain and things. And I said, just tell us what you need. And that's what we'll do. Mm -hmm. And so one guy said, can I have two hours to teach how to make him that, an axe? And I said, well, sure. He said, can I do the axe over two days, part one and part two? I said, well, sure. And because um, people want to go, I mean, and that that's more of an expensive cost. When you pay to get in, your general admission ticket gets you into everything except for the 15 or 20 make and take classes. Right. And those have a fee for materials for the instructors. And those could range from three or five dollars for a typical class, or some might be 20 or 30 that have, you're getting a paperback book, you're getting something more substantial, like a, a knife sheet that you're going to mm -hmm. make. Um, but then Matt, Matt Justice, one of our bushcrafters, he's teaching the axe class. And this is kind of expensive because it's $200. But you're going home with a brand new axe. It will yeah, cost you that right. much or more at a store. Um, yeah. So, I mean, the, the value for what you're getting is there. It's just something you need to budget for. And, and so you can register for classes little by little. And we have David Dietrich. Do you remember David had the big medical tent? Yeah. I didn't get to speak with David much awesome. last year. Okay, and he's coming up from North Carolina, and he's teaching um, a first a trauma tools class, 
and one about uh, water cleansing, but he's also doing a four-hour class on Saturday just once. Mm -hmm. And it is, um, you get materials to take home and learn with, but he's doing a four-hour hands-on class about I don't know if I really want to call it advanced first aid, trauma first aid. Basically, mm. if you have to be the doctor in a survival situation, mm. short term, like you're out in the woods, or long term, if something happens. Um, so he's given actual lengthy in-depth medical training. So you'll be there for four hours if you sign up for that one. Uh, Jamie Berlay and JC Messer are both doing different types of nice sheath classes and axe max, axe mask. Um, so we learn how to work with leather and diet and straight and, and sew it, for lack of a better term. Um, I'm sure there's some other longer classes we have, but there's several. I'm doing, I love what Richard Cleveland is doing this year. He always does a foraging hike. Mm -hmm. And last year he said, next year, can I do a foraging hike and eat? And he said, we'll do a small make and take fee and I'll bring some condiments and plates and other different things. Mm -hmm. And we'll actually pick our own lunch snack in the woods and oh, bring wow. it back and I'll show him how to turn it into food. I'm like, oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really neat class. And then Paul Christopher is new this year. We met at uh, Dave Canterbury's event last year and he's doing a class about fence fencing, which might not sound that exciting, but if you're new to homesteading, oh, yeah. fencing is very important to learn how to do what kind and how to install it. And um, Susan does several different types of fencing. So he's got a spot. He's bringing some fencing, bringing some fencing tools. You're going to be learning how to put up the fence, what kind of fence for what livestock. And he's doing a wilderness identification hike too. Uh, his is, Richard's mostly focused on plants and you get some trees and Paul's more on, and his is more edible and Paul's is more tree focused and then plant herbal focused. So, um, so they're, they're, if you would get something out of taking both of them. And what I like about our classes is people say, well, I'm new, I'm nervous. I don't want to be in there, look like an idiot. Or I'm experienced, so I'd be bored. And our classes are set up so that they they run the gambit. It, you know, he's you might learn something you already learned. You might learn a little bit something more about it. But if you're learning it for the first time, you're still going to be able to pick it up. And nobody looks at you like you're crazy. It could be somebody who just walked out of the city sitting next to somebody who lived in the country the whole life. And they'll be like, oh, no, here, write this down. Or you missed that. Or, no, I'll help you with this. It's just communal. It's just that sense of community. So... Uh, there's classes for everybody, and we have, sometimes I've had guys online say, oh, I love to come. My wife or girlfriend wouldn't want me to be gone the whole weekend or might not want to come. But so there's plenty of classes that appeal more to the ladies yeah. than the guys and, and fun things to do they would like to do. And then this year we added a canvas painting, which is totally not survival related, but it's a handicraft hobby. And a friend of ours, our county auditor, teaches those, She and she's doing one for kids. And then one for adults and was going to teach how to do a nature scene. And in different oh, class, wow. we're doing a way to make paint naturally, paint and dyes. Oh, that's so, so if cool. you've got somebody coming with you, might not be so into the survival thing, they can go and do the class and they get to take home their own canvas painting. Oh, but I love that so much. There's, there is totally something for everyone. You will not get bored. It's three days. I think it's cheap. Um, right now you're holding a drawing. So if you guys go to, uh, it's up on Facebook. I just, I just shared it. Yeah. If, if you go to our Facebook page and you comment under there, you can be entered into the drawing. Uh, we're giving away a, uh, a weekend pass, I believe. Um, I don't know if it's an individual pass or family pass, but we're mm -hmm. giving, you're giving away a pass. So comment in there. We're going to draw names out. Um, and we have a promo code, which is resistance chicks, capital, capital R, R, capital C, C, one word, and you guys can get $12 off. Oh, we, actually, 
You did, but now you didn't. We did a system upgrade and it lost everyone that's individualized codes. Um, so, and that took like two hours to put in and I didn't have the two hours again. So for all the presenters, you can still, you still get the code. It's, but everybody got the same one just because I could not get that put in again. Okay. It's um, OSS N23. Okay. OSS. I'll update that on all of so our stuff. So you're OSS yep, you're, N23. Yeah. All right. I like it. N23. Okay. Yeah. The, the, the upgrade wasn't supposed to impact my discount codes, but it did every oh single gosh. one of them. So how so many presenters you can use are that there? one now. Oh, another new. Ah, oh, there's over 70. I'd have to wow. count. There's over 70 people. And a lot of them are teaching two classes. And I think, well, except for and Jamie Schmonster, he wants to teach five every day. Then our friend, uh, Robert, I think you met him, the immigrant from Czechoslovakia mm. or from somewhere in Eastern Europe, but one Czechoslovakia. And he taught the class about life in a communist country last wow. year from an immigrant's point of view, what he saw, come, why they wanted to come to America and what we want to avoid not to be where he, like where he came from. Wow. And Robert's teaching five classes. So, yes. We're so uh, you want to teach seven like you do not want to seven classes. We're up there pretty high. Yes, you are. Yeah, I wasn't going to point that out because if you didn't realize you were teaching four, I wasn't going to point it out. And you say, wait a minute. I we didn't know. You're so I many classes. You you did, everybody's out, excited. I was like, huh, okay, we can do this. We're I don't. What I think what happened in Tara, I don't think we've had a chance to talk to you about this. Um, but once we got the list of classes that we were teaching, uh, Lee and I go, we're teaching a kid's class. We both looked at each other and she goes, I guess we are. So I guess we're teaching a kid's class. Yeah, so we're like, really excited about this one. One um, of you said yes. I don't remember which one. Okay. We, but, um, well, yeah. what might have been where I was said, wouldn't it be really neat to have a constitution for kids class? You're like, yeah, that would be so fun. Right. I, and then I'll put I your name next to it. I remember talking about it. I don't remember it. But <laughs> but actually, since, we, since you gave us that class, Lee and I have been re getting really, really excited about it. So I want you guys to be, if you have kids, they need so to be signed up actually, for that class. So actually, what we're doing is uh, cons the Constitution and Colonial America for kids. So I'm, I'm actually really excited to kind of what, right. what we want to do is I want to put kids into um, what it would have been like to be a child during the revolution or uh, during that colonial period. What would you have worn? Uh, what would school have been like? School, it was completely different. Um, and then we may actually one big part of childhood um, in colonial America was contra dancing. It was dancing. George Washington uh, was known as as a as a good dancer, and they started teaching as teaching you how to dance as a kid. So you kind of see them in the movies. So um, I think that one of the fun things we want to teach your teach kids is one of those dances, and that was actually their way of um, having community. So they'd get together for these dances, and you had to have the skills, man. You had to have them. So I think that that's going to be uh, a fun class. I know. I'm I actually. Go ahead. No, you, I'm sorry. This you had the lag time, and I'm sorry. I'm right. I'm almost done with writing a homeschool unit to go along with your class. So all the kids who come to your class will get that homeschool unit emailed the, to them before Stop the it. event. So oh, that's awesome. That's incredible. And that I want to point out, <laughs> Tara. Because I I was playing the um, the presenter reel the YouTube one um, for the, I don't know the past like six or seven minutes or however long it is and I played through it all of those things like you have been so hands you had to individually make all of those things and put the video together I mean you are are I, I don't know how you do it I mean Tar you start working on 
boot camp almost as soon as boot camp ends. Am I right? Like the next year's Yes, boot camp. and that's why we'll never do one in the fall. Let's win the lottery. Yeah, everybody keeps saying, do one in the fall, too. And I'm like, oh, if there's only time. But if you want it to be organized and have everybody be able to show up and do everything, they're just... There just wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be time. And we already have people that are asking about, you know, they want to be instructors and they'd be great instructors. There's literally just no more room. Even with the four, the two classes, um, the two instructors and their four classes, you know, I wasn't going to try to fill those, yeah. those spots because everything was so full. And Bobby likes the idea of having a tent empty in case there's rain, a bad, you know, bad weather, and then somebody can do their outdoor class, bamp it inside. But we already had people asking, signing up for next year to be considered and, um, you know, would love to have them. And I can't promise we're not going to be above more classes next year. We might just have to get a four days. I don't mm -hmm. think Bobby's watching this. So we won't tell him. <laughs> and maybe we'll go to four days next year. You totally could, we'll, though, actually. It wouldn't we'll be that hard. That way. Uh, <laughs> we've got Alpha 6 in I, the chat. And she I says, think so, too. Oh. She says, uh, classic Tara. You say it, she runs with it. <laughs> and Jay says, yes, she does. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yes, Sue gets volunteered a whole lot, too. She yeah, does. everybody gets volunteered. And everybody um, picks up the slack. I think it's it's one of those things where um, the Vinton County Fairgrounds is where, where you guys are going to be in the, uh, the heart of Hawking Hills. If you guys are uh, not from Ohio, it's the most beautiful place that we've got here in Ohio. Um, if you can come, come a day early, do some hiking. Um, there's still, is there still some, uh, primitive camping available, Tara? Yeah, we still have primitive left and on the website, there are links to some nearby campgrounds and Lake Alma and Lake Hope are the closest. Lake Hope has cabins. They're nice, clean, affordable, not fancy. If you want a 200 some dollar night cabin, that's awesome. But it just seems kind of a waste when you're not really going to be there. Yeah. You know, say so that so if you're staying longer, you know, that's more of your romantic weekend. But they're more affordable at Lake Hope. We tend to book them up, Lake Hope and Lake Alma, by the end of March. Yeah. Wow. So, you know, people want to get in there. Um, but we do have a couple. We do have other places noted on the website about getting, you know, getting camping. And um, the Hawking Hills gets full in the springtime anyway. But so you'll be competing with those folks. Uh, there's another new class I wanted to mention, and it's almost full already. It almost got full overnight. Is gunsmithing? We have a class Ooh. dedicated to just gunsmithing wow. this year. So yes, that was yeah, that was a new one and very exciting. And then we have a young man named Dylan, and you know we've not met. I'm not sure if his last name is pronounced Bornicky. That's what it looks like. He's been doing some stuff at. I'm not sure if it's Bill Carpenter's Bible and Bootscraft, Bushcraft, but it's a religious based bushcraft place where he has been and he's a teenager and he wanted to do a class to teaching to his peers That's and so his cool. mother contacted me and he's actually yeah 16 17 years old he's teaching our lock picking and our fire making class I love yeah. that. so it was nice locks. to see somebody young like that the one to come and teach yeah you, you can come to boot camp and learn how to pick a lock from a kid i know i mean that is nowhere else in the world you're mm -hmm. gonna get something like that no i mean come on <laughs> the best thing ever i am so so excited no, about this um all right so jay says I'm i gonna really think there's nothing quite like this anywhere jay mccain in the in the chat and a lot of our there you go a lot of our instructors are veterans um or or first responders we have a lot that's kind of the, you know a lot of the group that we have a lot of homesteaders and a lot of homeschool folks, and almost down to a single person, if they come Friday to bring their kid just for 
a homeschool day field trip. Wow. Um, almost to down to a single person. They come back for longer the next weekend. And we have folks flying in from all around the country. Some are staying at the Hocking Hills for four days or staying for a week and they plan their vacation around this. Um, but if, no matter how far you're traveling, I think you won't regret. There's really nothing like this anywhere else, not with this much variety and not with hands-on and not with these really cool people that make you feel better than family in some cases. I've got a liberal brother, so I like take you girls over him any day, but you know, so you, you can't, uh, you can, can't pick and choose, I guess. But um, when you get there, everybody feels like family and yeah. it's just such a nice feeling. And that's what makes it so special, I think. That's how we felt when we showed up last year, honestly. I mean, it was just, it was like, oh, real, we, we real people fit in with yeah, these people. These are people, our people. You know, these are the kind of people mm -hmm. that um, learn how to make do. Uh, and it's just, it's a really great camaraderie. And your children will feel like they did when I was a kid, you know, in the eighties or when you, you know, during the sixties and seventies where kids just ran around and they were like, bye mom, I'll see you later. And it's totally safe because you have literally all of these adults that know how to kill anyone that would attack a child, uh, there. And so it's like, it's like the safest place for your kids to be. <laughs> yeah. No you kidding. Know. You got Judy Phelps there of her uh, on guard exactly. defense. The, yeah, teaching um, Hakeem. Like, I, I, yeah, so I, it's just great. It's it's kind of a, it is old school. It's kind of, you go back in time a little bit and uh, you'll be tired. You will just be We were wiped so out. burnt and tired. I don't even, I don't know. I don't, honestly, I don't know how we made it. And now I'm like, we're doing four classes a day. I'm like, I'm going to be like up on my um, electrolytes. Make sure that, you know, and that's honestly, it's you true. know, we're going to be, uh, I think there's a, there is a, a one acre homesteading class. And then our, I, um, I had a fermenting class that I was going to teach. And I was like, Tara, I think if we could expand ours a little bit. So we're going to be doing a uh, acre, uh, homestead, small acreage homesteading class. And we're going to incorporate a lot of things that you can do. Um, including the fermenting, including the fermenting on a, and on small acreage, because homesteading really is about self-reliance. It's about being able to grow your own food and do as much as you can on your own. But you know, a lot of us are struggling to get more land. Um, and to, what can we do on, on the small acreage? And so we're going to, I think I'm going to, I think I decided today I'm going to bring my grain mill, I'm not on the bicycle right now. It's hooked up to a bicycle and I bicycle wheat. Um, and there are just a lot of things that you can do to um, further or just get yourself off of the grid a little bit and out of the system a little bit. Um, Michelle keeps bees. Um, we raise pigs. We're actually in the market right now. We're gonna we're gonna get a new set of pigs. So breeding start stock, breeding yeah. again. So we're we're looking for some, some cooney coonies again to breed. Um, and but, we're going to be butchering our pigs soon. We've got and, two left of yeah. the old stock that we're going to be butchering ourselves right on our, our own property with yeah. no machinery, just too, muscles. Too bad we can't load them up and bring them to boot camp. They're too fat for that. They're too fat. Ours will not get on. Ours will not get on a trailer. We need like a hoist. <laughs> nope. Those are going to have to drop where they're at. That's what we call field dressing. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So Tara, do you have any last minute like or last thoughts for anyone that's even thinking about coming to boot camp? Well, you know, I, I actually I was so surprised and pleasantly so this year, our ratio to women is going to be equal to men. No. It was way. mostly men. They brought their wives and girlfriends, their home study moms. Yes. And I look at our marketing, they'll give me the insights of the ages and the sex and where they're from. 
And yes, so the women are coming out in force, and I think that's great. We have uh, Judy's teaching a lady warriors class. They're going to do, I know they're going to do Problem of God, but she's doing things specific to women for self defense, which is a great class. And then Sue's is teaching her ladies only prepping revivalist class, which wow. is awesome. Asking all the stuff that just women want to know that men it doesn't pertain to them or they wouldn't think of it. So I think those classes will be really full. And I have two quick questions for you. Yes, First, is Mama Hen going to come with you two girls this year? Oh, I'd okay. love to bring her. I and I want to let you know. Right now, Mom, uh, we want, we definitely, we for our viewers, know that we call her Patriot Gallery. Uh, that's her nickname. If you see a post on Resistance Chicks that says PG, it's not just because it's kid-friendly. It's because our mom made the post. Um, we really wanted her to come last year. And once we got there, we were like, Mom, these are our people. You totally could have come. So we're still working on that one, um, twisting her arm. Although, I will tell you that in the evening we were able to send some videos to our mom or as we um had some we were able to send them to her and she was able to do something with them so she and may want to stay home uh like she did last time that's her preference to to do all the hard work at home and upload videos and get them you know ready for that tincture class watch. looks awesome people are people seeing that uh they're not spring. seeing that but i can have them see it yeah so right here get uh, jamie schmutzer He's got, um, he's going to teach you how to do, um, the fire ciders and tinctures and stuff, which is really important. You need to know how to make your own medicine. Yes, absolutely. So there's a lot of need to know things. I loved, um, taking some of the, the first aid classes and the survivalist classes. Um, what do you do medically wise when you, you know, run out of your medicines, you know? Yeah. yeah. These are really important things to learn. And now you said you had two questions, Tara. Every year. <laughs> Was that it? Oh, yes. Yes. And well, you know what? No, there's one more. And that's uh, more of a comment. Mama Hen should come and she can run to our house, use internet and, and do neat things with the videos if you want. But the real reason I think she should come is, you know, I had that dream and I've been looking for a year for a, 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 a God loving, intelligent, good looking, hardworking country boy for you two girls. Yeah. And I had that dream about a good looking bald man. And so I'm going to keep my eyes open because I'm keeping. She did. She did. Meet him at boot camp. Yeah. Cars start rolling in for camping about noon on Thursday. I'm going to watch. If a bald guy comes by, he has a honk if you love Jesus bumper sticker. <laughs> I'm chasing him down and I'm going to so find funny. you girls. That is so So funny. Mama Head might want to come. Yes. Oh, my Maybe gosh. he'll be twins. Maybe be twins. Good looking. Yeah, you need yeah, guys. Mom, so Mama you don't know. coming to, to, to weed through the, the, you know, the applications. Yes. Currently accepting applications. Tara, you are so funny. That is, you are hilarious. Oh my gosh. It's so, and then also your granddaughter had, had, had drawn a picture, right? Oh, oh, yes, she did. And wasn't yes, there a did. bald guy, a picture. Prince Charming, in that picture? Bald guy in the picture. Did she know mm -hmm. about your dream? So maybe it's going to be some like, no, she did not. And she may have that same inherited. We have gypsy ancestors, and they kind of get feelings like that and <laughs> visions. So you never know. So and that, so that may be it. It might be some guy like from martial arts when those bushcrafters that shave their heads. You know? So we'll find out, but I'm very good at matchmaking and it's, it's been a quest for a year. So we'll see. Oh, and you're going to help do the service at the pond, right? Oh yeah. The, the, the church service on Sunday morning. Why right? not? Yeah. I thought you were going to help with that and do 
Okay. Well, you just need something else to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's on Sunday, right? <laughs> yeah. Just a brief little service. I think um, maybe Joseph Riverwind might have wanted to help. There was somebody yeah, else. If they say they want to help, I write it Riverwind. down. He because is that means just they're committed. Amazing. That, the Riverwind's coming is just... That's a really big bonus. I've um, got his honestly, book. For what the week. old ones say. Oh, I um, love having them. the river winds come. They are uh, Native Americans. They're ministers. They teach people how to live off the land. It's their giftings. It's their callings. Um, if you get a chance to take uh, their classes, you will just be absolutely blessed. And so I'm so glad that you snagged them. Yeah, I can't wait to meet them in person. Actually, and you know what? And um. Terry Curry, Wendy Jackson is in the Flame Keepers and a friend of the River Winds. She just got back from, I think, Liberia from opening up a center there, teaching them how to clean water and do things. She's a really neat lady. And then Terry Curry is our keynote speaker on the other night. And she is the coolest lady. You're going to love her. She's legally blind and said her husband's her seeing eye dog. And she runs. And I asked her how you ever found anything in the fridge. Like men, they, they cannot find anything if they're intelligent and sweet and helpful but if you say it's in the fridge on the second shelf to the left of the milk and why the cottage cheese they still won't find it i asked her how she ever got anything to eat with her husband's a seeing eye dog and she see collars so she's made trays and she writes down what goes on each tray so the man knows where to put it so she figured that out -uh. but she owns nature's pathway she's a long-term food storage manufacturer she started from nothing and then outlasted some of the men that mocked her for being a woman trying to do that. And she's going to come and talk about long-term food storage. And then she's a rebel canner. So how to do all the things that USDA won't let her do in her actual, in her company that are handy to do for food preservation. And she will just have you laughing the whole time. She's like um, a little bit older, um, less swearing version of Judy. So you will <laughs> like her. She's going to be a big hit. I can only imagine. Judy. Oh my in the gosh. Chat, Judy. Less... Judy. Judy's, uh, we love Judy. Judy, um, Judy has a very wide vocabulary um, on 50% of her language. The other 50% is limited to it's four just words. Colorful. It's, it's really colorful. It's, it's, li it's limited to four letter words. <laughs> um, so 50% so of her language, huge vocabulary. And then the other 50% of like what she says is limited. Point. It's you, an exclamation point. It's an exclamation point. Feel her every you, time she speaks. Feel it right it's here. an exclamation point, yes. And she always and she's always aware of what audience she's in front of. It's different talking to her personally than in front of a group of kids or a class. Oh my so gosh, no, yes, no worries clear. for anybody taking her class. Let's be clear. It's she, okay. You can send your kids. You can her. send your kids. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, so, you have to ask her when you get to boot camp. She, she was kicked out of brownies when she was eight because she said a curse word. <laughs> it's been I here ever That's hilarious. She's been a rebel ever since. <laughs> when Ani told her she was in <laughs> when Audie was excited saying she joined Scouts, she said, that was so neat. I love Scouts, but I was only in it for a year. And, and Audie said, why did you quit? And then Judy stumbled around and kind of changed the subject. And she looked at me. She said, they threw me out for cussing. And I laughed till I about cried. <laughs> and that's like so classic, Judy. I can't even imagine. It's like you're born 
Uh, yes. She may have even come out of the womb that way. I don't know. Um, she's just amazing. And I love what uh, Ashley Harper in the Facebook chat says. She is so good with the littles. Uh, Suze, a.k.a. Alpha Six, says, Revival Sunday at the pond. My mom in the chat says, Now all single men will be shaving their heads. LOL, LOL, LOL. So now that you've told them. Oh, what the there you go. I never thought about that. <laughs> I'm gonna, maybe Sue's going to volunteer Sue's to help me because she's an awesome graphic designer. And we're going to do a good-looking, God-fearing, bald man wanted sign to put on our social media. Let them know to meet at the pond at 8.30 on Sunday morning. Perfect. My are physically you're killing sore. Me. And this is what you're going to get, you guys, at the old school Survivor Boot Camp. I literally laughed. We laughed. We had a good time. We don't take ourselves too seriously. Um, oh my god! And and that's what you have. You cannot take yourself too seriously if you're learning survival stuff. Like you gotta just, so you true. know, you gotta be calm. You gotta be, you know, with it, and you you have to take it with with a with a sense of humor, and we love it. All right, so here's what I want you guys to do. I want you to go to oldschoolsurvivalbootcamp.com, and I want you to go through the different courses that are listed and the different presenters that are there. I mean, Tara has made this stupid simple. I mean, yeah. she has graphics for everything and there are classes that you do want to sign up for so pre-sign up for these classes get your tickets now uh tara is it still that the price of boot camp raises by ten dollars at the end of every month yes it goes up higher as we get closer or unless we sell out so and i usually by mid-april we may be sold out and you can always there are always going to be some spots and some classes but if you really want to go to something you know, you really need to get registered, especially if it's a make and take, because the, the exactly. presenters cut that off right. and so they can get their materials ordered right. in. The essential oils class is new this year. You actually get to learn about oils and make this sore muscle rub. It's the most amazing thing I've ever used in my life. So if you're in oh, tune, after awesome. healing, that's a great one. And oh, wow. Barbara Walker that you interviewed last year, I hooked up with her after I saw the video you made of her as an attendee. Yeah. And she runs Fig Tree Nutrition. Do you remember doing an interview with her? Yes, yeah, she's yeah, going yeah, to teach great. about food and lifestyle and healing. Yeah, she's great. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so you there's guys, just everything. You I can, think we do need to. I think we do need to go to four days next year. Yeah, I yeah, love it. to fit everybody. So in. you guys can, if you want to, just go get your tickets now. You can use OSSN. 23 and i will update that on resistance chicks.com and, and use everything. the promo code there but if you want to you want to enter into the drawing you and you want to get your tickets at the end of the month uh we're going to do a drawing at the end right it's going to be end of the month is that right tara when's the drawing yeah on the 30th the 30th mm -hmm. okay so comment the 30th yes on on yeah. our picture the old school server boot camp picture on uh resistance chicks you can message me at massfay 33 gmail.com we'll put you guys in the in the drawing for that Yes. Free tickets. yes, just send us an email and that's probably going to be the best way. And I may even go ahead and put the sign up. Um, if I have an entire page for bootcamp on resistancechicks.com, just click on the banner in the upper right-hand corner on resistancechicks.com. So you don't have to remember all of these links and everything that I'm telling you. Just go to resistancechicks.com, click on the banner, and then literally everything that you need is right there. I will add the drawing that I had up previously because we've already done one drawing. I'll add that form at the bottom of the page again um, tonight. And so that way you guys can sign up. But don't forget OSSN23. That's your promo code that you're going to use and you're going to come to boot camp and your life is never going to be the same. Right, Tara? Exactly. Three days. It'll change your life. <laughs> I love it so much. All right, Tara, you can stick around as I roll out the outro and then I'll come back to you. But guys, just come. 
You will not regret it. You won't regret it. Tara, thank you for coming on the show and thank you for putting this on because this is literally changing people's lives. And I would venture to say, I bet people come to Jesus by coming to boot camp. So, I I, so. it's like kind of a salvation type moment. So thank you for all that your all of your hard work and all that you do. We love you. We cannot wait to see you uh, May 12th through the 14th, this coming May. So excited. Tara, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you, chicks. I'll see you in May. All right. Sounds good. i uh-huh.